Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Messages from Beyond. Since a near-death experience, I have had the gift of communicating with the subtle levels of the cosmos, in a form of deep meditation in which I ask certain beings from the other world to communicate with me. As one of the first contacts to the afterlife, my old friend and teacher, friend of the Indians, showed himself to me. And it is now a great pleasure for me to introduce you to the conversations here as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and our articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our ability. Thank you for understanding. Dear friend of the Indians, what would you like to say about the subject of connection? The experience of connection is the understanding of how closely connected we are to the cosmos. We are eternally connected with the cosmos and this connection is never ending. If you believe that we can ever lose this connection, you are wrong, for you confuse contamination with separation. Nothing is ever separated in the whole of the cosmos. Therefore, everything is eternally bound to everything else through action and reaction. For the souls, this connection with each other is like the air that you breathe. This connection is never questioned. The special thing about your experience of connection is that it, de it depends on your consciousness, which in turn interacts with your purity. Therefore, the experience of contactedness is ultimately a question of purity. You inhabit the human body with the eternal everlasting power of your soul, but the contamination of the body and the contamination of its environment and the mental focus of your religions are causing a profound change in your consciousness. This results in a change of perception of your inherent power, which in turn means that the experience of the connection will be experienced less and less consciously. Ultimately, this will create a feeling of complete separation, while in reality there is no separation at all. If you understand that all that is like a batter and that everything is eternally part of this batter but can be formed into different shapes, and through these different shapes can gather limitless experience, then you have understood the principle of the interconnectedness of all energy. The fact that forms die only points to the inconstancy of these forms, because ultimately it is only energy that changes. Dear friend of the Indians, this is a beautiful image. Thank you very much for that. So the experience of connection is closely tied to the purity of the form in question. Is there ever a possibility for a soul to become so contaminated that it will literally no longer manage to purify again? There is no such form. 
because in one way or another it will always be nourished by the energy of the source. And this entails a certain degree of self-preservation. You can imagine that this is like a tiny life form that still has the will to live. This energy will never die. This is the connection that keeps everything together eternally. Feebleness will always be endowed with the potential for the desire to fill the void of powerlessness. Did I understand this correctly? Does the experience of the internal connection only depend on the degree of our purity because this resonates with our consciousness and is therefore connected to our state of awareness? You understood this correctly. Good. You travel the path of the soul in the awareness of eternity and then you lose this awareness progressively through contamination, but never completely. Are there different stages to the experience of connection? The stages are as infinite and diverse as your thoughts. It is impossible to answer this question because everyone feels differently. I would like to return to your beautiful thoughts of eternity. Do I understand this correctly, that a person who becomes progressively more and more aware of the power of his soul will also become more and more aware of his connection to the source? This is a logical result of this process, because if you expand and become wider, you will also strengthen your channel to the source. I understand. You speak about the source time again. How do you actually perceive the source? How do you perceive the source? The source, dear humans, is not a place, nor a space that you can visit. The source is the power behind all energy. And like a quiet form, all forms emanate from it. Everything that you are has sprung from this state of being. I'm choosing this term deliberately because it is important to me that you understand that there is no location of the source, but only a state of being that creates everything. You have a description now. Please try to convey it. Okay. <laughs> I try. So I would describe the source as something that works like a universe frequency from which and in which everything is created. A frequency that contains all frequencies, so that these are always part of it. But this frequency ultimately creates all this is. Like a cosmic perpetuum mobile that never loses energy. And because this universal frequency permeates everything, it ultimately has no shape itself. It is everything. This universal frequency is like a very low sound that resonates within everything, in the luminous as well as in the less luminous frequency ranges. It is all of that. We humans can only conceive of numbers and shapes, but we don't know an all-encompassing frequency that creates everything. I always have the same mental image when I try to picture this. I see human beings as ocean creatures. <laughs> Everything around us is the cosmic energy and it is only our 
physical bodies that separate the energy inside us from the energy in the water. We feel with the senses of our body and move with it. The water symbolizes the power of the source that surrounds us all. But there are two differences with regard to the oceans that we know on Earth. Firstly, the source permeates all bodies, which in my image would mean that the water would permeate the bodies. And secondly, this ever-present energy all around us is constantly creating new forms. In my ocean analogy, this would be as if new life forms suddenly popped up in the water. We cannot see these forms of the spiritual world, but this is the way I imagine it is, as ever creating an all-permeating energy, at least in my current state of perception. And I'm sure that, that this hardly does, <laughs> does justice to all of these ramifications and the many states of being that exist even before the state of incarnations. But did I get the general gist of it? <laughs> You did. The source accelerates the growth of the forms and gives strength to everything that comes into being. The waning energy of a living being or the matter that was created and all its experiences of lovelessness and lightlessness only result from the diminished awareness of this all-pervading and benevolent force. The source itself does not destroy anything. It creates and protects. I understand. So this means that the death of the form is ultimately no death, but just a transformation of the energy involved. That is correct. Death is only a transition from one form into another. But never the death nor the end of the being of the energy. Dear friend of the Indians, I would like to know whether you, no you know where the source originates from. The source was an energy that wanted to grow and never die. This energy and its awarenessness created an eternally expanding energy. And this energy, as a part of the ever-transmuting cosmos, like all the mother souls that were once one soul, wanted to pass on everything that it is. And it was ultimately this intention that created everything and that continues to create. A human being would ask now, but... Who created the source? <laughs> This question is permitted. But I do not know the answer because I am not permitted to know more than what I know and I am able to pass on in this message. People like to pray to or speak to a god. Sometimes I believe that they are really speaking to the source because they mean that which creates and keeps it all. Do you have an explanation for that? That may be so, but it is not relevant. Because when humans pray to God, each and every one of them visualizes God differently. Hmm. This is irrelevant as long as it does not create any grounds for murder and death in your world. But as soon as this image 
releases the power into inflict pain and death on others in certain people, they begin to embark on a sad journey. That is surely another subject. Let's not dive deep, uh, deeply into that. But we agreed that it is not a person or a being that you can speak to, but rather an energy that is so impersonal that you could never speak to it as a person. That is correct. Hmm. But I must mention that it is possible to speak to the power of the source. But in order to do this, you need to have a special gift and ability. Because in order to communicate everywhere, you need a level of concentration equal to none. Mm. But on the other hand, you need a degree of expansion that is not really physically possible in living beings, because they are restricted by the limits of their form. Still, it is possible. These people need a very great deal of trust, strength, love, and most of all, expansion. Mm. They're friend of the Indians, but is the source maybe the cosmos, cosmic father? One entity once told me that it couldn't answer my question, but that I should ask the cosmic father. Is he the source and would that be the path that you have just described? That is almost correct. All cosmic beings call the consciousness of the Source the Cosmic Father. Ah, when we want to communicate with the Cosmic Father, the Source, do we need a special permission to do so? Yes. Oh. In order to be permitted to accelerate to this level, you need protection mm -hmm. and a huge amount of cosmic support. No human or any other being can decide this alone. You have to obtain permission, because only then all necessary aspects are in place so that it becomes possible. But I need to point out here that it does not really make sense to communicate directly with a source, because in the same way that you can communicate here with me, each and every one can contact all the spiritual entities of the cosmos, mm. which ultimately are themselves part of source sure. in order to communicate with them you will always find the information that you seek when you keep an open heart and formulate your request clearly but back to the experience of connection would you like to tell me anything else about that no I do have one last re request. I would ask you to tell the people again, in your own words, how important this connection is with regard to the power of your own soul. I see them intrinsically related to each other. This is correct. <laughs> people who are connected have more strength than those who are not. Therefore, it is always advisable to find the connection to your soul and with that, the connection to the source. This connection provides limitless energy and if you want to experience this limitlessness, then please ask for it. Pray, purify and love what you do. Then you create a river of energy that words alone cannot describe. Is there anything else on the subject of connection that we need to know about now? We have captured the essential. 
Wonderful. What would you like to talk about next? The soul's readiness. Willingness? Do you mean by that? The willingness to live. The willingness to grow. The willingness to be. Ultimately, the power of intent. Intent is the result of willingness. Therefore, I would like to talk about the importance of a soul's willingness. Well then, looking forward to it. Thank you, love. Thank you, Sylvia. Love. Thank you.